Welcome to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD, a fresh perspective on relationships, success, and happiness for high-achieving moms. Hey there, it's Jenny. Welcome back to another episode of Rethink Your Rules. Today, we are going to be talking about five mindset shifts that every working mom should consider in order to feel better. So if you'll recall two episodes ago, I talked about the five unspoken rules that every working mom needs to rethink. And so this kind of goes hand in hand with that. What I found in the course of coaching myself and growing and coaching so many other high-achieving, amazing working moms, many physicians, what I found is that when we are struggling with being angry or feeling stuck or overwhelmed or anxious or resentful, whatever emotional state we're in that's making us feel unhappy often stems from these unspoken rules that our brain is telling us to follow that are maybe not working for us so well anymore. And I talked a lot about the background behind this in that episode from uh, two episodes ago on August 18th. So definitely go back and take a listen to that for kind of the background. But what I want to do today is build on that and share with you some ideas for mindset shifts to begin softening up those unspoken rules that may be at the root of your problems, okay? So as I mentioned, for most of us, these unspoken rules are things that we have followed for a long time, and they're mostly beliefs about what we need to happen so that we can feel okay. Whether that's perfectionism, you know, I need to get it right in order to feel good enough. Whether it's people-pleasing, you know, I need them to approve of me or like me in order to feel good enough, etc. And of course, we want those things. It would be great if we could always be right and do everything perfectly and always achieve all the things and everyone liked us and everyone did what we thought they should do. But unfortunately, throughout our lives, we soon find out that that's not possible. No matter how hard we work and how perfect we try to be, Sometimes it doesn't happen, and then we're kind of stuck because we've got this rule we've been believing that our happiness depends on a situation we it's just not possible, right? And so what we can do about that is we can recognize that these unspoken rules, these thoughts, these beliefs that we've had for such a long time that we may not even realize we have, those beliefs and thoughts can be shifted or changed or reconsidered, and that can help us feel a lot better. Even if we don't fully get rid of our perfectionist tendencies, our people-pleasing tendencies, even if those are still there, just simply being open to these mindset shifts that I'm going to share, considering these new ways of looking at it, can really take the edge off the sort of negativity and frustration of the situation. So I'm going to give you some examples here so this will make a lot of sense. But just to understand, this kind of starts with asking yourself that powerful question I mentioned a few episodes ago, which is, why is this a problem for me? And when you're in a situation you're frustrated and you ask, why is this a problem for me? You're going to get an answer and it will probably fall into one of the five unspoken rules, which I'll, I'll summarize here. And then when you realize that, then you can try one of these mindset shifts I'm going to give you to see if that helps you to let go of that rule a tiny bit and then feel better. Okay. So the first unspoken rule we talked about a couple weeks ago was 
I need them to change or I need this situation to change in order to feel better. And remember, we talked about whenever you're thinking that your emotional state depends on the actions of another person or a circumstance, like a fact of life, like the weather, right, Um, or the terms of the job that you have or the diagnosis that you have about a medical condition or a pain in your body or what your kids are doing, any of those circumstances, okay, when you are letting your emotional state completely depend on that, right, I can only feel better if this person does what I say. I can only feel better if I get out of work on time. I can only feel better if my husband says this in this way that I told him to say it, right? That is first of all, a very shaky foundation for your happiness. It's also can be the root of emotional immaturity where we feel like we need to control and change other people's behavior so that we can feel okay, which is very uh, emotionally mature and creates a lot of codependency. It's the root of narcissism as we've talked about. And when you're talking about situations, um, it can also create what some people would call like arguing with reality, right? So, and as doctors and strong women, this is tough for us, right? Because we're so good at controlling situations, changing situations, making things happen. We can see the solution. We want to make it, you know, we're very empowered to do that. But sometimes, you know, you can't change. I can't change the weather, for example, right? I can't change how, you know, I don't know, my kids talk to each other, right? I can do my best to try to influence that. But at the end of the day, sometimes I can't. And so as long as I am sort of resisting that and arguing with that reality, I'm just making myself miserable. Um, and so there is a skill that we can learn, um, which is to help ourselves feel a little bit better, even when we can't change a circumstance or a person, right? If we can change them, great. But when we can't change something around us, we can feel better because we can learn to manage our mind and handle our emotions. Okay. And so the mindset shift I want you to consider here is I can feel better without changing them, or I can feel better even when I don't like the situation. Now, this is something that is a skill, but anyone can learn. And it doesn't mean you're always perfectly happy, but you can be less miserable (laughs) if you learn to manage your mind around the situation, okay? Um, Learning to accept that crappy stuff happens, reality is not always what we want it to be, right? Accepting that as part of life and dropping our resistance to that does feel better. And so I can feel better without changing them. So when you notice yourself feeling stuck, well, I am have to be miserable because this person won't change. Just, you know, you want to notice that that's an unspoken rule you're following. And it's not entirely true because your thoughts create your feelings and you can influence your own thoughts and your own feelings. Okay. So when you're noticing, I need them to change. I need this to change to feel better. You can remind yourself, wait, I can feel better without changing them. I can manage my mind. Right. And it may also help you to remember this. There's a quote from Byron Katie that says, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. And so it's the same idea, right? Is when we are resisting reality and being so unhappy with the situation and trying to change it, we are the ones who lose. We're the ones that pay that price. So that's the first one. The second unspoken rule is the perfectionism. So I need to be perfect in order to feel better, or I need to get it right in order to feel better. And the mindset shift that you want to consider here is, it's okay for me to get it wrong. 
And I would hope that when you sit and think about it, this is believable to you and to everyone. Because of course, no one is perfect and it's okay to get it wrong. And we don't have to always be perfect. We don't always have to get it right. And sometimes we spend so much time in this state and we forget that like we are humans. I know it sounds silly, but it's very easy to forget in the moment. The third one, the third unspoken rule is I need them to like me or I need them to approve of me. And often it's, I need everyone to like me. I need everyone to approve of me, right? In order for me to feel better. And the mindset shift I really like for this is it's okay for them to be wrong about me. I can let them be wrong about me. And again, I know this sounds really simple, but if you think about it, we often just don't pause and and realize that we can't please everyone. Not everyone's going to like us. And that is just a complete waste of time that's making us miserable. We sort of just jump from someone has an opinion about us to feeling bad and trying to solve for that and people pleasing. And we miss that step where, where we can ask ourselves, why is this a problem? Right. And then we can notice, okay, because I'm thinking that my mother-in-law has to agree with me. I'm thinking that my boss has to think I'm their favorite. I'm thinking that I have to be, you know, everyone's favorite doctor on the <laughs> the satisfaction surveys or whatever, right? And we can pay, take a pause and realize that that's an unspoken rule we're choosing to believe that maybe isn't serving us. And then we can say, okay, wait, hang on. What if it's okay for them to be wrong about me? It's okay for not everyone to like me. What if not, you know, everyone likes all the same people? What if everyone has different tastes, right? So I really like that mindset shift a lot, just to consider that. The fourth unspoken rule is that... I need to get more done in order to feel better, right? Or I need to always, and I think of this as like the hustle mindset. So I need to be doing something. I need to be busy. I need to be achieving. I need to check checking off that to-do list, right? And we're trained, you know, from our capitalist society and all the things, right? That that's where our worth comes from, how much we get done, being busy, being full, being complete. We're always chasing the, that completed to-do list. Um, and there's this real bias towards action in our culture, right? Like it's always better to be doing something than just like relaxing and staying calm. And almost like it feels like a detox, like uncomfortable when we just sit and relax and don't do anything. And it feels very wrong to say, you know, blow off emails or work or whatever and just take a break because we need a break, right? Or it feels really wrong to, you know, rest and relax for all morning long and then decide to do our work in the afternoon. We think we have to like earn our rest by hustling, et cetera. Lots of examples of that, right? I think we can all relate. And so I really like to reframe this for myself of, you know, the mindset shift I like is I am a human being, not a human doing, right? And so, and also reminded myself, I am 100% worthy even if I don't get everything done on my list. My worth, my value does not come from achieving. It does not come from crossing things off. It does not come from this badge of honor of being busy. None of that is true. My success doesn't even fully come from hustle. And I think that's a hard one to get over for a lot of us. But I mean, how many times have you rested and gotten a good night's sleep and then you go back at a project or go back at something and you have better results, right? So really building this belief on ourselves that... It's not just hustle, 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 do more, more, more. It's not always better. And particularly for me, I know the more I hustle, I tend to get a little cranky. (laughs) And so if I'm thinking about things like my kids, my relationship with my family, like they don't necessarily benefit from me crossing off the to-do list of doing all their shopping and all their school emails and volunteering and all the things and like getting all the things done and all their appointments done and whatever else, right? And setting up all their doctor's, you know, evaluations, whatever, 
if I'm doing all that to the point that I have exhausted myself and I'm cranky and I can't just like relax and sit on the couch and snuggle them or listen to them or whatever, and I'm snapping at them, that actually is not the best outcome for me and my relationship with my kids and my family, even though I've done all the things that are hustle, right? And so it's really important to realize that like the value we add in this world is not from finishing that list. And so that's why I really love that mindset shift. Okay. Like I'm a human being, not a human doing. That's not where my value comes from. I'm a hundred percent worthy no matter, how much, no matter how much I get done. Um, I also just love this quote from one of my uh, med school professors. He used to say, um, don't just do something, stand there. <laughs> kind of like turning that old phrase, don't just stand there, you know, do something on, on its head. And I really like to remind myself of that. Like sometimes, I can just, I, sometimes people don't need me to do something. They just need me to be with them, right? And then the last unspoken rule was I need people to be logical in order to feel better, right? And I refer to this as hyper-rationality. It's like we want people to be rational to do things that make sense. And I notice this a lot. You know, how often do you see another adult do something and you're like, well, they shouldn't do that. That doesn't just make any sense to me, right? And we get very upset and very frustrated by that. Or another great example would be with kids. You know, we look at their actions like, you know, why didn't you brush your teeth, right? And we want a logical explanation. And sometimes they just don't have one, right? Because this is the fact of life. People are more emotional than they are rational or logical. We know this from scientific studies. You know, ironically, the the logic of science has shown us that people are illogical, right? So emotions drive our actions. So when your kid is doing something, they're doing it because of how they feel, not because of necessarily a logic that you can understand, okay? And I I talk about this in lots of different episodes, so I'm not going to belabor it. But my point I want to make here is that when we notice ourselves being frustrated because someone's doing something that doesn't, we think that doesn't make sense. They should know better. They should be more grown up. They should be logical. You know, they should, they should, they should. A lot of that is based on, we need a rational explanation that fits within our understanding of the world. And again, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about before. Even if we are correct in our understanding of the world, and even if we are correct that maybe that grown adult should be acting logically based on that and should know better, we may be correct, right? But we are arguing with reality in this case. And when we do that, we just make ourselves miserable and we are much less effective at influencing and connecting with that person and explaining our perspective. And they're just going to react more and more poorly. And so when we are in this thought that people need to be logical for me to feel better, we are just compounding our frustration and it really isn't helping anything to be right, but we just love to be right? Logical, especially if we're in a STEM career like medicine or things like that, right? So the mindset shift that has helped me the most here is to really just realize that feelings come first, logic comes later. So if someone is upset or doing something that makes absolutely no sense, rather than starting with the logic, like, why are you doing this? This isn't a big deal. Let it go, you know, whatever trying to convince them of my point of view, all of that is stressful and hard and doesn't feel great. And usually they get defensive and angry and then we end up in a big fight, you know, makes them even less likely to open up to you and you can't understand what's going on. (laughs) If I just stop and realize my only job is to put their feelings first, respond to their feelings, respond to their feelings, listen, validate, say it makes sense that they feel that way. 
recognize that my job is to just be responsive and loving and validating and kind and empathetic, even if I don't agree. And even if it makes no sense to me, and even if I can't possibly understand why this thing is such a big deal to that person or why this person can't just see my point of view, if I can pause and put their feelings first, then eventually we'll get to the logic and it will all go better. And even if they don't agree with me, I've still been able to not escalate things by creating a big logical debate when they were in this emotional state where they couldn't even hear what I was saying. Because we know, right, from studies that people are not logical. People's actions come from emotion. Um, And so people aren't always rational, even if they think they're being rational. And once you recognize that, you can just take a lot of the pressure off yourself of trying to like have a logical or rational debate when it's not what they're ready for. And I also like this one because, you know, this works for yourself too. So if I am irritated with someone and I'm thinking, gosh, like they're not making any sense. Like, why can't they see, you know, this is black and white. It's very clear, right? I can even pause and put my feelings first, right? And be like, okay, of course that feels frustrating to me, right? It's okay that I feel frustrated and I can calm that down for myself and then I can also feel better. And then I'm better able to show up for them and then I'm better able to get to that point of understanding. And it's not to say the logic doesn't matter. I'm just saying that when we overfocus, we're hyper-rational, it contributes to a lot of our misery. And so we can feel better by doing the feelings first, putting the logic later. And it doesn't mean that we we get rid of the logic forever. And that's why this whole thing is about rethinking your rules, not letting go of your rules, right? Because I do like it when people are logical and rational. And I, I do like it when I get things right. And I do like it when I please everyone. Like these are all not necessarily bad things. It's just that you have to sort of turn them from these absolute rules where they have to be this way or you're not going to feel better, right? And sort of soften them up. And that's why I love these mindset shifts because you can start considering and being open-minded to a different way of looking at it. So just really quick, the five mindset shifts, I can feel better without changing them or I can stop arguing with reality. I can feel better without changing this situation. It's okay for me to get it wrong. It's okay for them to be wrong about me. I am a human being, not a human doing. And feelings first, logic later. And there's a lot of sort of related thoughts, but I just want to give those to you as a starting point because I want you to have something that you can take with you and use this week. So really listen through this, go back and listen to the other episode if you have time and choose maybe one of these rules that comes up the most often in your life and think about what is a mindset shift that you could consider to just sort of let go of that rule a little bit and see what happens just to be open to considering it. So in the show notes, I will put once again, a link to the webinar that I did going into this in more detail. If you want to check that out, I will also put in links to prior episodes of this podcast that relate to each of these five mindset shifts. So you can go back and dig into them more deeply if you want. And of course, if you're finding all of this like interesting, but you're not quite sure how to apply it, or you're wondering, you know, you don't quite believe what I'm saying, but you'd like to believe it because it wouldn't be nice to feel better. That is what my private coaching is for. This is not an overnight process. I really walk you through how to do this and make it personal and make it stick and make it a techniques you can use for life. So if you are interested in setting up a free consult to talk about how I can help you, go ahead and head to the link in the show notes or to my website and set up a time to talk with me. And I will uh, share all about how I can help you feel better too. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD. Would you like to learn more about how to apply this to your own life through personalized coaching with Jenny? Visit us on the web at jennyhobbsmd.com to schedule a free consultation. 
If you found value in what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a five-star rating so we can reach even more women like you. 